0: GM, I'm Matthew Diemer, and this is GM from Decrypt.
1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Friday, February 17th, 2023. I first want to say happy birthday to my brother. He turns 39 today. Happy birthday, bro. I will see you tomorrow for dinner and drinks. Not much else to say this morning, so let's get straight into those crypto prices. The time is 9, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $23,812, down 2.5% in twenty four. However, we did cross the $25,000 mark sometime yesterday, so there's that. But we're down right now. We're not at $25,000. Ethereum's down 0.8%, but it's at $1,662. It's up 8% on the week. Tether's number three. Binance is at 309 down 2.5%. And USDC is number five. Running off the top 10, we have XRP Cardano. BUSD. Maddox at 145 up 6% in 24 hours. It's on a tear. And we have Dogecoin at number 10, at 8.6 cents. The total market cap is at 1.09 trillion, it's down a little bit from yesterday about 1.4%. Remember we were at 1.1 yesterday. We have a BTC dominance of 42.2 and an F dominance of 18.7. Moving into today's headlines, and it's going to be a short one today so we can get in, get out, learn the news and then start our weekend. The Bank of Japan they announced a pilot program for its new CBDC starting in April. CBDC obviously is a central bank digital currency. This pilot program is not going to do any actual transactions with actual money. They're going to do simulated transactions to see how everything gets settled and basically just work out the kinks. The bank will also test the CBDC's technical feasibility, which wasn't possible in previous trials, as well as they're going to learn from private businesses how they're using digital currency. The trial will also explore the technical challenges of connecting a CBDC to existing financial networks, and they're going to determine appropriate data models and architecture for facilitating offline payments. The SEC is going Oprah on lawsuits. You get a lawsuit. You get a lawsuit. You get a lawsuit. You all get lawsuits. The SEC, the Security and Exchange Commission, said on Thursday that it's going to charge Do Kwan, the CEO and founder of Terraform Labs, with security fraud. They're going to do this in the Southern District Court of New York, and they're going to charge him with violating the registration and anti-fraud provisions of the Securities Act and Exchange Act. The SEC chair, Gary Gensler, who has been very much in the news this week, Says we allege that Terraform and Doquan failed to provide the public with a full, fair, and truthful disclosure, as required for a host of crypto asset securities, most notably Luna and Terra USD. He continued to say we also allege that they committed fraud by repeating false and misleading statements to build the trust before causing devastated losses for investors. The director of the SEC's Division of Enforcement said in a statement, "As alleged in our complaint, the Terraform ecosystem was neither decentralized nor finance. It was simply a fraud." popped up by a so-called algorithmic stablecoin, the price of which was controlled by the defendants, not any code. Ooh, that's a big allegation that we did not see coming. <laughs> Sarcasm. He continues to say that today's action not only holds the defendants accountable for the rolls and terrorist collapse, which devastated both retail and institutional investors and sent shock raves through the crypto markets, but once again highlights that we look into the economic realities of an offering, not the labels put on it. Were you an early adopter of Starbucks NFTs? Well, if you were, you're probably flipping them for about $2,000 a piece. Yes, Starbucks NFTs are going for $2,000. Since the beta launch of Starbucks Odyssey, and that's the name of the NFT collection in December, its stamp NFTs have seen 360 total sales on Nifty Gateway with around $143,000 in volume traded. The current floor for the holiday cheer edition one stamp it's a polygon NFT, is like I said, just over two thousand dollars. Now, not all Starbucks NFTs are two grand. Most of them are ranging from sixty-nine bucks to two eighty-five or something like that. But some of them, as I said, are getting kind of pricey. Now, what do Starbucks NFT hodlers get in real life benefits? Well, it was promised that they were going to get things like private events and international trips. However, none of that has come to fruition yet. Odyssey users now can earn points by completing tasks such as online trivia challenges and redeem them for NFT stamps. And buying drinks at Starbucks can also grant users points that can lead to unlocking NFTs. So, basically, you're just buying stuff to get points to get NFTs. However, it might not be a bad deal if they're going for $2,000. It looks as though Binance.us moved around $400 million off its platform to a trading firm managed by CZ Jiao. How are we knowing this? Well, because the SEC is looking into everybody. Like I said, you get a lawsuit, you get a lawsuit, you get a lawsuit. Everyone gets a lawsuit. There's no lawsuit for Binance yet. However, it was discovered that this cash was moved the first three months of 2021 from a U.S. account at Silvergate to Merit Peak. What is Merit Peak? Well, Merit Peak is a little-known trading firm reportedly run by CZ Jiao reuters is doing all this investigation by the way and they're also seeing that text messages from binance.us executives were concerned about the outflows of funds former binance ceo katherine coley who was on this show many times asked about the transfers at the time and referred to them as unexpected now we might start getting a clear picture of why she was ousted as ceo back in april of 2021 but she also hasn't been seen since no tweets no press statements no nothing she just disappeared NLW tweeted this morning, where is Catherine Coley? Well, everybody's asking the same thing. We haven't heard from her. Is she okay? Is she alive? People have said she's alive, but we have no clue. You know when something's messed up, when the CEO of Binance.us was you know, unexpectedly ousted in April, replaced by the former OCC chief, Brian Brooks, who then left three months later. Look, you see a car for sale in somebody's yard. You walk up to it. They washed it, they waxed it, they put that little spray on the tires to make the tires look super shiny, right? Then you start it up, it sounds okay, but you take it to a mechanic and they go, yeah, you don't buy this car. It seems as though, by the US, once you kick the tires and look under the hood, you don't want the car anymore. At least if you're an executive, which makes me wonder, is Brian Brooks, Catherine Coley, And maybe even the former FTX.US president, Brett Harrison? Are they the canary in the coal mine? Hmm, something to think about. NBA Top Shot NFTs are launching a smartphone app on Android and Apple. Dapper Labs will initially release this limited version of the app. At first, users will only be able to see their own collections. They will see platform activity and be notified of drops, but they also can purchase starter packs of NFT moments. More features will be added over time. They will also be able to buy NFTs through this mobile app, which is something that has been highly contested in the crypto space because, you know, Apple, they get their 30% cut. But is this going to make the NFTs more expensive? Nobody really knows. But what they do know is that whatever you pay is what you're going to pay. So if it's $10 for NFTs or whatever, all the fees and everything are just going to be included. Eventually, the goal of this Top Shop mobile app is to enable peer-to-peer marketplace trades between users. Now, what's that going to look like for fees? Again, all this needs to pay it again all this is gonna play out right in front of us here's some pretty big news today nba star byron davis is announcing an nft photography platform and he spoke to decrypt Sander lutz about it let's have a listen to what he has to say so what do you diagnose as the current problem with how professional photography works right now in sports but also you know in general and entertainment like what's not working with how things are set up I I think like we we
2: don't know who the photographers are right and there was a time and point you know I would say you know in America during our renaissance where the photographers you know were just as famous as the celebrities right and they were treated as artists and I think they're more so uh, treated as a commodity um You know in today's time and so when you think about you know the difficulty of you know even being a parent right at a kids game or you know a a fan at an nba game there are photos there are moments that you know are being created that are being captured by real professionals that you know can identify and mark that moment Uh, another example is Andy Bernstein took the photo of Wilt and Kareem, when Wilt passed Kareem, Andy Bernstein took the same photo uh, for the NBA when LeBron hit his shot. The difference is, in Andy Bernstein's latest photo, everyone has their camera recording the moment, right? And, you know, talking to someone like Andy, you know, he's super inspired because he's like, now there are a thousand touch points to the official story and I think we've never had that right we've only had a record of a possession of photos uh, and that PO, POV of that photo and so I think going forward you know when you have community right when you have um, collaboration right then you have the opportunity for people to tell stories. And once again, the picture says a thousand words,
0: right? You can read the whole story at decrypt.co. And finally, Bitcoin mining firm CleanSpark, they announced they're gonna buy 20,000 new ASIC machine. This is gonna add around 2.44 exahashes to their existing computational network. And that's gonna bring the company's hash rate up to around nine exahashes, a 30% rise. What is this going to mean for the whole Bitcoin network? Well, that means that they're going to be running 2.8% of the entire Bitcoin network's hash rate. Oh, by the way, an extra hash is around one quintillion hashes. What is a quintillion? I have no clue. It just has a lot of zeros out of it. It's, just, it's a big number. Let's just say it's a really, really stupidly big number. So what are they going to buy? Well, they're going to buy the Antminer's S19J Pro Pluses, not the Antminer 19J Pros. Why? because the pro pluses are 22% more productive. Cleanspark expects to pay around $32.2 million for the purchase, which is actually a discount of 25%. They're gonna be paying around $13.25 per terahash. So when you add more machines, what do you going to need? You're gonna need more electricity. So you're gonna to have to up your infrastructure. And so they're gonna up their infrastructure from 36 megawatts to 86 megawatts. Now this seems risky since a lot of other miners were turning off their machines because of the Bitcoin price. The break even for most miners right now is around $18,000, $18,800 exactly for Bitcoin. Anything under that, miners are probably losing money. Above that, most miners are going to be in a profit. However, they said it's a little premature to call this a bull market, but the upward price momentum is making miners much more optimistic. I think us hodlers too. Thank you for listening to this episode of GM. We'll be back tomorrow with a long-form interview with our editor-in-chief, Decrypt staff, and a great guest. And until then, happy huddling, everyone.